following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Okay, everyone places. This is the final scene, so let's make this one count. Quiet on set. Places, everybody. Welcome to the Producers. Lights, camera, podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Producers. I am the Wizard of Jaws, the uh, the Quote King. A little busy this week. He's in the midst of tryouts. He's in the midst of a lot of other cool, crazy stuff going on in his life. So I am flying the ship, and I've brought in a couple of co-captains. Uh, I've got the Rotten Jack of common debauchery lore. Why am I here? We're, we're talking movies, bud. This is the wrong show. Yeah. Yeah. Right seat, wrong show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be cool. Uh, and then I got also of Common Debauchery Lore and one of like my main co-host of Common Debauchery's Drive Time, the Alley Cat. Hello. So in movie world, uh, Gene is the horror king. Not, yes. not the horror king, the horror king. And Alley Cat is the, I've never seen that. Correct. So, it'll this will be interesting. Uh, we've got a couple couple uh, couple ends of the spectrum here: the obscurity of horror film genre, and you've you've actually heard Rotten Jack on the show before. Him and I did a producers episode about the movie Thirty One. Yes, you have yet to hear Alley Cat on producers. The reason is because I've never seen anything. She's never seen that. Uh, so, and we, she actually will comment on her on the show. When she comes into the area where I'm recording, she hears us talking, and I say something, and I look over, and she looks at me like, what are you talking about? And I'll be like, <laughs> don't worry about it. You've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So, Allie Cat actually picked the topic I this did. week. What's the topic? What are we talking about? We're talking about our favorite childhood movies, and the reason that I thought of this was because for some reason... Shrek popped into my brain and I was like, "Ooh, I really want to watch Shrek." And we didn't end up doing that, which is annoying, but um well, it's because we're actually binging the office currently. We are. So. But we could take a break to watch Shrek. So, yeah, that was kind of where my head was at and I started thinking of other like good childhood movies that I loved and was like, "This might be fun." So, uh we're what, going What with- are we classifying as childhood from like what with the upper age limit there. Oh, that's a good question. I guess I don't really know. Before high school. Okay. I think that's the easy answer, right? Cause, sure. Yeah. Sure. So uh, and so this is more of a genre podcast, uh, childhood movies. <clears throat> you know, we, normally we do the, like, we'll do a movie and we'll give it a rating or, you know, and we can ask some of the questions, not the rating question, obviously, because we are actually keeping a running list of our ratings on the show, but we can talk about, like, okay... That movie came out, you loved it as a kid, like, would that be acceptable to come out as a kid's movie today? The answer is probably not. Is it, though? So that we'll get there, right? So uh, first and foremost, you picked the you picked the topic 
Okay. So give me one of your favorite childhood flicks. Um, so this is a series that was one of my favorites. Um, my brother and I used to love the Air Bud movies. I have only ever seen the first one. My gosh. Have you ever seen Air Bud, Cotton Jack? <sighs> yeah, I've seen the original one, and I want to say one other one, but I can't remember what one it was. So the the original for those playing the home game is where he's playing basketball. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So and yeah. they actually they taught the dog himself how to like bite at a basketball to push it toward the hoop and go in and it was yeah. extensive training. But he also like you know it's classic 90s like cheesy like, Oh god yeah. And then also he defeats bad guys always like well, because every, every I mean, it's not like every movie's got to have a protagonist. Yeah, but you know, there's like he always gets like kidnapped or something, and like. Well, yeah, because who wants to get beat by the was, dog? Wasn't the first one like they like, they rescued Airbud or found him, and then like some dude tried coming along and saying that he was like the actual owner and wanted the dog. I feel like that sounds familiar. Yeah, or like, why do I have a th- like this weird feeling like the dog was like chained up in someone's backyard and they like saved it from yeah something living like in like a muddy crappy backyard? I I, I could do be not wrong. remember. I I don't know why I started with this because I truly don't even remember that much about the Airbud movies. I just remember I loved them and there was a lot of them and we used to watch them all the time. And then we would like yeah because then they did like baseball Air, and well they they and did football. Air Airbud two golden receiver and then the the they had puppies yep. Air Buddies and that was it got a little you know I remember Air Bud World Pup where he played soccer yep mm-hmm. I think that's the other one that I saw can we can we talk about the creativity behind these names so first one was Air Bud why Air Bud because Air Jordan he played yeah. basketball right then Air Bud two golden receiver instead of golden retriever and he played football though. Uh, somebody should have filed for some type of tampering because that football was blatantly deflated. <laughs> oh, 100%. <laughs> so, uh, Tom, Tom 16 Brady. minimum. Where do you think Tom Brady got the idea to deflate footballs from? Air Bud. Air Bud. Golden receiver. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if that dog can catch it, I'll bet you if we deflate that son bitch, <laughs> any, any asshole on my team can catch it. <laughs> and like some of the team, like the team that got caught with that was not incredibly talented. So, I believe it. Airbud, golden receiver, responsible for Deflate Gate. You heard it. You, you heard, heard it here, here first. first. But then Airbud, gold or uh, World Pup instead of World Cup. Yeah, really for the soccer. Like, that's one. great. That is that is marketing genius right there. I love it. Yeah. RJ, what's your uh, what's one of your favorite childhood movies? Uh, since we're we're putting the cap on like before high school, I can't really go into depth on my horror movies because. Didn't really get into horror movies like deeply until I was in high school, right? Uh, but I'm probably gonna go with Hook. Oh, what's that? Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams Robin, plays. Uh, uh, it's Peter Pan. Yeah, it's it, it's the adult. It's like the sequel to Peter Pan. Like Peter Pan left Neverland, grew up, grew up, got a wife, got a wife, a kid, some a kids. family, and then when Wendy is an old lady and, like, dies or is dying or something like that, um, Captain Hook comes into the real world and kidnaps Peter's kids. And then Tinkerbell has to come 
to the real Sounds world. Sounds like a good movie. To, oh, yeah. To, uh, to get Peter, and Peter doesn't believe anymore in anything because he's lost all those memories. Yeah, he like he lost faith in the whole thing. Like It was like some weird thing he made up as a kid. So he, yep. he goes back to Neverland. He can't fly. He can't crow. He can't fight. Yeah. Mm. You know what? You saying like he doesn't believe anymore made me think of the Santa Claus. That's Rufio. Rufio. Really great. Oh. Movie. oh. Yeah. Rufio is a great character. Also, in the realm of quoting a movie, this was great. Like, bangerang. So, Peter Pan's son loved baseball, right? Yeah. And the biggest like thing was Peter was so busy with work. He never actually made it to his son's games, and it like affected his son's confidence. So when Captain Hook tries to like pseudo adopt them, Peter's son is like, "Hell yeah, I'm in!" Like this dude wants me in his life; he wants to be around. The daughter's like, "You're not my dad," and you know, so they play that game. But he actually gets the pirates, like Captain Hook's crew, to play baseball. To play baseball, and at one point. Like the runner on first takes off, and someone's like, "He's stealing second. and someone pulls out a pistol and shoots him. And it's, Captain Hook's like, "No, no, no! It's part of the game. Bad form, bad form." And they're dragging a dead body off the field. Oh my god, what? But okay, you know what we need to do? As soon as we finish this, we need to find Hook and watch it. It's on Disney Plus. Oh hell yeah, we're gonna we're gonna turn it on. You will love it. Ooh, Disney Plus. That reminds me, Mighty Ducks. Oh god, yeah, Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty oh, does. man. You guys are getting way ahead of the game I'm here. I'm so sorry. I have we're, so many ideas. We're supposed to be going in like a cyclical fashion I here. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original trilogy where it was dudes in fucking rubber suits. Uh, I am going to throw my hat in the ring for uh, the second one. Yeah, the secret only, to use. Only because Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Uh, he go came ninja, up. Go ninja, go. Vanilla go Ice was a one-hit wonder go. who got a second, fa- second somewhat famous song because of his ninja turtles. Because of Ninja Rap. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's a great fucking song. Uh, Kevin Nash played Super Shredder at the end. Yeah, which was awesome. Um, the whole like the, those movies bothered me because they never brought in Bebop and Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, but they brought in two new characters, Toka and Razar. That were like pseudo bebop and rock steady. Yeah, it was a, a souped up snapping turtle. What was the other one? I don't remember. Oh, it, it was. Yeah, I don't remember either. It was a snapping turtle and something else. But yeah, those movies were great. Like really good. Fantastic. And then they decided to time travel with a lamp. In the third one. Oh, is that what happened? I never saw the third well, one. I, I used to own all three of those movies. They, those movies were responsible, and I, like, that show was responsible for me getting into martial arts. So, yeah, we found. I, kn- I knew that Ninja Turtles were why you got into martial arts, but and the car- like they they went from like goofy, stupid cartoon to like really cool badass movie. Yeah, and it was one of the better like live action adaptations of a cartoon. But I mean, I won't even dismiss like the the newer ones that they made. They were, yeah. the CGI was bad, but it like was, it, was, it was entertaining. It was Michael Bay bullshit. It was at least somewhat entertaining. Yeah, they they got their personalities right, but. All right, what else we got? Miss, I'm zoned out because I've never seen these. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Ninja Turtles. 
Um, you can't just zone out because you don't care. You have to try to play. <laughs> well, you yelled at me when I interjected all my other ideas. You just have to wait your turn, but you but you can't just check out when you don't care. <laughs> that's not how the, that's not how the show works. That's not okay. Well, I mentioned Mighty Ducks. Love Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. Loved them. Mm-hmm. Loved all uh, three of them. Mighty Ducks on Hats, Tats, and Stats. We did a best sports movie like fan vote bracket, and Mighty yeah. Ducks. D D one and D two made it to like the elite eight, I believe, and mm-hmm. I think one of them made it to the final four. Can I say another one because we kind yes. of already mentioned? Mighty I mean, Ducks. we we can talk more about the Mighty Ducks. We don't just have to keep going in a circle listing. Am things. I the only one that when you were a kid, when it came time for D three, I thought they were in college, not um, yeah. I That's thought like a prep I high school. They were going to college, not like a prep high school. Yeah. Like it didn't comprehend in my head that there were high schools like that. Yeah. So I thought they were in college. I was like, oh, okay, cool. They're playing yeah. college hockey now. You don't really have anything like that around here, so why would we think that, you know? Right. True. And also, uh, all their chicanery didn't work. Yeah. The flying, the flying V gets destroyed mm-hmm. in the first 10 minutes. The knuckle puck didn't work. Like, yeah. Portman wasn't there to kill people. I Can I just say I am so happy that like Netflix and Disney Plus and all these things are doing like remakes of our of our childhood shows and movies like I didn't like I didn't think Mighty Tuck's Game Changers was terrible. I loved it. I loved I it didn't too. Absolutely love it. And the other one I'm referring to is Cobra Kai. Oh my god. Which is the Wasn't in a Karate Kid, so yeah, I'll zone off for this karate one. Karate Kid. I did like Karate Kid. That's actually not what I was going to talk about though. So the other one that I was going to mention was Oh, oh my God! Was it Homeward Bound? Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Golden it's... Golden Re- Golden Retriever. I don't remember that dog's name, but then Chance the was the pit bull, and then there was the cat. God, that movie made you cry. It was oh like... my God! When you thought that last dog wasn't coming out of the woods, and you're just like, Ugh, your heart. You like, want to talk tear jerking endings on kids movies though? The Fox and the Hound. Oh my God! Well, you still love that movie. I loved that movie as a kid. That was that. That and Bambi were two of my favorite Disney movies as a kid. That doesn't shock me. Right. In the slightest. Like, so you would think a hunter would be like, I don't like Bambi. It's like they humanize deer. Like, no, fuck that. I loved Bambi. I loved Fox and the Hound. I loved the skunk. Flower. Yeah, she's so cute. I was always a fan of Thumper. Me too. <laughs> I was Absolutely. like when I okay so when I was real real little I had a little stuffed like gray bunny that I named Thumper of course of course it was really cute when I was little I had an actual bunny he was a white rabbit I named him Pickles <laughs> we had a floppy eared bunny that we named Hoppy we're getting off topic sure are I never had a bunny I had one in college too. Its name was Bandit. It kind of looked like a combination of our cats. <laughs> anyway, I, lo- I like that thing. Uh, uh, my next one, though, uh, and I'm probably going to beat you to this. Okay, the Sandlot. I like the Sandlot, but the Sandlot for me was not like an oh my god, Dick Hard got to watch it every time it's on movie. I've never seen it. Of course you haven't. It's really good. It's a really good movie. Despite the fact that it's baseball. And I'm, I'm surprised that it's not like higher on your list of childhood movies with it being baseball. You know what? I I liked it, but like I I mean, I was so into the Turtles and the Power Rangers. And, yeah. 
you know, like we are a big Disney movie family. I I probably saw only saw it a handful of times as a kid. I appreciate it now more as an adult. Right. And like some of the best insults, you play ball like a girl. <gasps> like the big gasp, like you, how, de- okay, we're playing tomorrow at noon. Right. <laughs> like, hey, you, you want to, want some more? Well, I haven't had anything yet. How can I have some more? No, no, no. Do you want some more? I, I can't have some more. I, I haven't had anything yet. Hilarious. Hilarious. I figured out why you don't like baseball. You've never seen the Sandlot. That's definitely not true. I don't know. The ball was signed by some guy named Baby Ruth or some some girl named Baby Ruth. Babe Ruth? Yeah, who's that? The Sultan of Swat? The Great Bambino? The Colossus of Clout? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, No, but one of my easily... One of my go like my go to movies was the Karate Kid franchise as a whole. We already kind of touched on. I loved those. I did too. Uh, the next Karate Kid had its own kind of. I did not. I've never been in the Karate Kid. I, I don't know. I just Mr. Miyagi reminded me of people that I had met through the actual martial arts world quite a bit, and you know, then like some of the like the humor that you didn't appreciate back then that you now appreciate seeing it as an like as an adult. I love all that stuff. What else you got? Mm, um, well, I used to love The Little Mermaid. When I was really little, that was my favorite movie, and I used to make my dad be the prince and my mom be the evil step witch. <laughs> or sea witch. Step witch? I don't know what happened there. Your, real, your, your, your new mom's not going to like that very much. <laughs> yeah, I used to make my mom play the evil sea witch, and she will never let me live that down. She reminds me on a regular you ever, basis. You ever think about how like fucked up Disney movies are? That like Ariel is sixteen in that movie, and she made a legally binding contract to go get laid. He's not wrong. I know, I know. So well, and I mean, if you're talking about like Beauty and the Beast, it's listen that in Stockholm Stockholm syndrome. syndrome. The entire like we could have an entire, and I think we should. We definitely should uh, have an entire. Producers episode, episode. Uh, we could do producers or comment of Audrey on it about how like you the entirety of the Disney series is incredible bastardizations of a like actual folklore, mm-hmm. yeah, and b how fucked up they actually are. Like that you don't you don't think about it when you watch it. Like, but when I was a little kid, I liked Ariel because I loved her hair. I wanted to be a mermaid, and I liked to sing, and she was a really good singer. So I used to, in the bathtub, play that I was a mermaid, and I would sing all of the songs from Little Mermaid and let my hair float in the bathtub because I thought that I was Ariel. So there you go. Secrets you didn't need to know. So my next movie is... Uh... <laughs> And, and this this one definitely goes in the line of probably wouldn't fly today because this movie is actually getting a lot of flack like these days. Sure, uh, Ace Ventura. I loved. Ah, the that Ace was that I loved was both definitely of them. one of my go tos as like a six, seven, eight year old was watching the original Ace Ventura. Well, and we're not going to go into the why it's getting flack why it's getting flack like or anything, that, but, but like. Just the whole thing is so well done. Like, and the inclusion of Dan Marino like, was Jim awesome. Jim Carrey is like, uh, he, that's like a masterpiece of we, Jim Carrey right there. We did an entire episode about Jim Carrey as a whole 
And I mean, we're talking about a guy who, when he was growing up, locked himself in a bathroom and would not let himself out until he did something in the mirror that made himself laugh. Mm-hmm. So like, he's so ridiculous because, and like, he probably could have stopped well before that and still been really funny, but he was his own like harshest critic. So he wouldn't let himself leave. This dude made this mo- a movie famous by talking with his ass. Yeah. Like, I and what kid after seeing that did not did not walk that. into their kitchen and go turn around and start start like pulling their butt cheeks apart to talk to their parents. Yep, I got grounded for it. <laughs> I don't think I ever got grounded for oh, it. I got grounded for it. I still do it from time to time. <laughs> you should you should do that at work. You should like excuse me. <laughs> you like when when Kevin has somebody Can in, I ask you a question when when Kevin has somebody in the chair that you know you can get away with doing this you should just walk in front of the door and be like excuse me I am wondering do you have a tic tac some <laughs> panaka perhaps <laughs> I have this ingrown hair could you take a look oh my god <laughs> what? Oh, those movies were so good they really were so so good I didn't see the second one until I was a little bit older, probably because I just didn't know it existed, because um, my parents never bought it or anything. Right. Uh, but when I saw the second one, that was even better. Like, Chicago. Shipwreck. Shish kebab. Chicago. Shawshank Redemption. Uh, Chicago. You're out. Got it. You're out. You're out. You're out. Uh, yeah. I... And this probably is a tell to why I enjoy like some anime and stuff like that. Brother Bear. Now it's a little bit older, or I was a little bit older, so this one probably crosses the realm of into high school. Like it's that weird, neat, like. Well, tweener. guess what? I'm the youngest one here, so I remember I Brother Bear. On I never one. watched it though. It's good. It's it's really good. It's kind of a cool, heartwarming story. Uh, the they use a lot of like. So you know how we were just kind of talking about how we could have a whole episode about how inappropriate Disney is? Yeah. This movie is not a Disney movie, I don't think. I don't think so, actually. Um, I'm not sure who actually, like, it was from. But they actually did a lot of culturally accurate things. Like, so it was based around, uh, like, Native... Native American culture. American culture. uh, Like, more Northern, so it was somewhat Eskimo-ish. Oh, that was it. It's a Disney. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. So this is probably one of the better ones they did then. And they actually used like... And it was 2003, so you were... I was a sophomore. Yeah, but um, I was in third grade. It, stop doing that. That's awkward. So <laughs> I can say that that was before I was in high school. Stop saying that. It's awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, that... Jesus. Knock it off. <laughs> no. So anyway... Uh, but like the names and stuff were very on point right. and everything. And the whole thing is like, you know, obviously teach the lesson and yada, yada, yada. It's really good. It's got some really like funny characters, fun stories. And the best part about it is the two Canadian moose. <laughs> yeah, it, I agree it, it, it is literally these two like bumbling dumbasses that are just Canadian moose who have the thick punch you in the face Canadian accents. And they tell each other to trample off instead of telling each other to... Uh, off and things like that like it's just it's really really funny i was also a big fan of like all the mary kate and ashley movies that came out yeah like what was it i like, did too double I double it. toil and trouble was oh my a gosh. great one uh then there was one where like they like 
like Mary Kane Adams, like How the West was won or something like that? Or were they like... Uh, Billboard Dad was mine. I, I love that, that one. one. I, re- I think I remember that one vaguely, but... Dennis Quaid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good movie. How about like made-for-TV Nickelodeon and Disney, Disney movies? Oh, oh my God, incredible. the Disney Channel original movies when we yeah. were kids were fantastic. Yeah, those slapped. How about like Xenon, Girl of the 21st Century? I loved Your 22nd Xenon. Century or whatever. Like, yeah. That was the one that had the uh, that pop song, like the zoom, 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 you make my heart go boom, boom, boom. boom. I play, I play it for you. Supernova Girl. Yeah, Supernova Girl. Yes. I believe that was the second one. No, that was the first one. Was it the first uh-huh. one? Yeah, because the whole thing was going to be like, he was coming up to the space station for a concert and she fucked around, found out, and got sent down to Earth. She was literally, literally grounded. Yeah, yeah. So Those this was a, this was a story of a girl who lived on a space station, and she like screwed off enough and damaged something, and they're like, "No, no, no, you're grounded." So they sent her to live with her aunt in California. Interesting. So not only was the punishment enough that you had to go live in California, but you also got sent out of space to do so. Sounds like it'd be fun to watch. It was. It was. I a- never saw it, but. I do know I loved the Disney and Nickelodeon like movies. They were always great. Yeah. There what was the one about I think it was a surfer that ended up getting into like snowboarding? Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. <laughs> I love that one and there was Skies one Skies and the Urchins. There was one about um like a trick skater. Like an inline trick skater. Brink. Rank. A brink. Yes. Brink. Brink. Oh my god. Those were fantastic. Great movies. What else you got? Parent Trap. Yes. So let's talk about this yes. because I freaking love that movie. I would watch it a million times over. I would still watch it right now. We, we are talking the Lindsay Lohan one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So there's a couple things like obviously love, love Oreos and peanut butter. That's such a move. I've actually never done it. Oh Me neither. God, it is so good, you guys. You have to try it. All right. Also, I 100% w- watched that for the first time was – Dead ass convinced that Lindsay Lohan had a twin. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, like I I remember that story breaking that it was just her playing both parts. I'm like, no, 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 like absolutely not. I remember people were like, "What year did that come out?" I'm gonna look it up right now because there's something else I want to look up around around this because I think we need to have a real conversation about how screwed up the premise of this movie is. Like, yeah, our parents get divorced. You take one kid, I'll take the other, and they'll never know that they have a sibling, and they'll never fucking see each other ever. So this because was that's 1998. But yes, exactly. Like that's what I'm saying. Seriously, like no matter like how tumultuous, like number one, why did you split up the kids? Number two, how are you gonna like live on opposite sides of the fucking world? Because one was in England, one was in California, uh, and like just be like. Nope, you're never going to know that you have a twin sister. Yeah. So messed up. So what's funny about this is, do you guys know the, like, he's a 10 butt thing? Yeah. Okay. So the actress who played Meredith, which was the yes. evilish stepmom, posted a, a TikTok that said, he's a 10, but he had twins he secretly separated at birth when he broke up with their mother and didn't tell you about it until the twins discovered each other at camp and swapped places to try and get their parents back together. 
And I was dying because honestly, uh, and now there's like people who are making TikToks about it that are like justice for Mer- like it's like hashtag justice for Meredith Blake because obviously the ways that they treated her was like super fucked up. But in in the premise of the movie, of course you want their parents to get back together and right. like all this stuff. But like obviously the things that they did to her, like her reactions were completely justified. Right. Except for maybe saying she was going to ship them off to Switzerland. But that movie, I remember like when cuz th- this was all before social media right mm-hmm. this was before like technology was at your fingertips yeah. 24/7 so i remember when that story like when it when it came out legitimately that like the actress from parent trap was not a twin she just played two roles so well yeah and like they filmed scenes twice with her playing both people and yeah. had to like superimpose it and like did their best. Like, and I don't remember it being like weird. Obviously, you don't notice, you don't know to look for it. But I have watched it since, and, you, and they do a good job. It's so good, and this is a 1998 movie. And I people mean, were pissed. Like, I remember people my age being like, "That's so like I feel lied to." Yeah, but her acting is incredible for yes. like being that young. I think she was like what eleven or something like yeah. that. Also, like, can we talk about how nonchalant the parents' reaction to it is? They're like, <laughs> "Oh shit! Like you're the other kid." Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> Literally, like, oh, like the housekeeper. Well, like, we gotta switch you back now. The housekeeper's like, like making chili, and she was like, "I don't want chili," and she's like, "You're not that. You're not the kid. Like you're yeah. not. You're you yeah. must be the other one." The, like the what? Ho- the housekeeper knew you so well that like I don't want chili. I don't like chili. You love chili. You must be the other kid. You know there's <laughs> a, like you know there's another kid, right? <laughs> like what what are, what are you fucking Alfred? Is is my dad Batman? Like what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Both butlers, too, because the, the British butler kind of did the same thing. Yes, right. he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. I mean, it just goes to show you like how negligent and not in the kids' lives that the parents actually were, that the butlers fucking knew the kids better than the goddamn parents. This would have been better if you, like, you played up to the fact that maybe the parents somehow didn't know there were twins and they both thought they just took the kid and like yeah but how would that even surrogacy i don't know i don't make the rules like yeah. it's it's a better premise than we knew and split them up anyway and i mean we, we all just went with it we <laughs> all had, loved the movie it was zero intention of ever telling you heartwarming right. and we still and were also, like also also the amount up. of fucking coincidence that had to happen that they both we lived in different countries. We ended up at the countries. same camp. Countries. We yeah. ended up at the same camp, summer camp, at like, the same exact time. Oh man! And then they had to get in trouble in to order be for them separated to into a cabin together for them to be able to talk about the fact that they like were separated at birth, and then they all had they They're each. Like, oh, I have this picture of my mom. <laughs> I have oh, I have this picture of my dad. Picture. Oh my god, it's the same picture. Look, what it's is your birthday? October 8th. I, I don't know. I'm making Oh, my up, God. Me too. <laughs> oh, that movie was fucked. It was, like, but I loved it. When you actually think about the logistics behind it, you're like, what the fuck? And that's what I meant. That's why I had to start this conversation. This, but at the same time, I still love it. And this I, is I, mean, one, I still do, too. This is 100% why movies were better before social media. Yes. Like, th- this is literally the definition of K-Fob is dead. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one girl could not play two parts in the same movie and it'd uh, be unknown for a while. Right. Like y- you couldn't have this type of massive plot hole in this day and age because it would get shredded the day the movie debuts. Yeah. 
Hence why it's being talked about on social media now and people are shredding the, the plot hole. Yeah. yeah. Justice for Meredith. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, we I just saw the like the newest sequel of this, which was fantastically done, by the way. Uh, but the original Ghostbusters. I loved that movie. Yeah, I did too. I never really got into it as a kid. Uh I want to rewatch the two because Afterlife was so damn good and they did such a great job paying homage to the original and tying the story together and like tying it in and everything like they they crushed it. Didn't they basically like wipe the last one like completely oh, yeah, the, out of the, existence the, like it doesn't actually exist? Yeah, like the 2018 version is just like they basically said that's a standalone train wreck, don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Don't look at it. Maybe it'll go away. Like, but the original Ghostbusters, first off, fantastic. Second, you want to talk about like the amount of times, especially at my current job, like I'm holding a set of keys and I'm like, I'm the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? (laughs) Like, it's topically hilarious. It's a great, it's a great joke at day camp. I promise. I'm sure it is. Don't go to day camp. You won't have to find out. Oh, man. You know what movie sucked that really kind of crushed my soul as a kid? It was awesome in the moment, but like looking back, the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. So this was the only contest I've ever won from like an existing large entity. I won like premiere passes from WYRK to go see the like initial screening of the Power Rangers movie. Yeah. Which in the first 10 minutes, the new bad guy just basically bitch slaps the old bad guys out of the equation mm-hmm. and destroys everything you know of like the Zords yeah. right off the bat. And you look go back and you look like the the costumes were bad. Like they were just like leather suits. Oh, it was like you went from like bad latex suits or like Lycra. morph suits yeah. to like these overly like biker ish pe- leather suits. People with no muscle structure suddenly looked jacked out of their minds because the suit did it. Yeah. Like and then like every time they moved, it was literally So like, hey, what's over there? As they point. Yeah. To the point that they made like toys from the movie, including gloves to go with a costume. That had a button in the thumb. I remember those. When you would point, it would go. <laughs> yeah, I remember those. <laughs> it was so bad. I had the red ones. Me too. <laughs> You're adorable, cat. Yeah, you <laughs> stop winking at me. Okay. Uh, what else we got, guys? Finding Nemo. I was a bit older for that That's one. That's a little bit well, past childhood for me. That was also 2003. So, yeah. But that was childhood for me and that movie. It's just yeah. By about that point, I was like thirteen at that time. By about that point, I had like no interest in like animated children's movies like that. See, I I still like that stuff. Same. I mean, I do too now. But you know how you get when you're become an angsty teenager. My angsty teenager didn't give a shit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like Nemo. Yeah, Dory can't to, remember shit. We love to, it to the point that my German teacher hated me because of that movie. Because fun fact. In the German language, the word mine is like me. Me. 
mine, mine. So mine, mine. Well, huh? I got the one day I got our entire class of fifteen people to just mine, 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 mine for ten minutes. <laughs> I was I, I got everybody, including like the nerds that hated me in that class, to be like, "This is gonna be really funny." <laughs> like, so when Frau walks in, because it wasn't Frau anything, it was just Frau. It's so gross. Right. German is a very ugly language. Frau Bluha. Right. Easy, buddy. Put your Pornhub away. That's fucking young Frankenstein. I'm joking. I'm just being a smartass. Anyway, um, so we like, I basically, okay, the first time she says mine, just call back like the seagulls mine. from Nemo. She kicked me out of class that day. <laughs> Great. I she, don't blame her. She was like, who started? Like, she finally got us to stop. She's like, who started this? And I'm just like, like, trying not to burst out laughing. And she, she just literally goes, get out. I'm like, where am I going? She goes, just go stand in the hallway. Like, so I have to go stand in the hallway for the rest of the class. I took five years of German. Barely speak a lick. Yeah, I got nothing. You can say mine. Uh, I also know how to conjugate the verb sein, which is basically to be. It's like saying I am, you are. To be or not to be, that is he, the question. He, see, he, she, it is. Yeah, good stuff. Just I know a little bit swimming. from like listening to Ramstein. I have no idea what it actually fucking means, but I can sing along to Ramstein. Uh, it's Ramstein. Fucking figure it out. Whatever. Anyway, um, what other childhood movies you got there, buddy? I don't know. Like I've pretty much like listed like my top ones that I really fucking loved like that I like wore the VHS tapes out of so time to wrap this up with a kind of like probably currently shameful ad- admission uh I was a huge Chuck Norris fan as a kid nope to the point that uh on Saturday nights when Walker Check Texas Ranger aired from 10 to 11 I would fight to try to stay awake to watch it every Saturday because I loved Chuck Norris so so goddamn much. I was in the Chuck Norris fan club. Of course you were. Uh, Chuck Norris starred in a movie called Sidekicks. It's a karate movie. And it's basically about a kid who daydreams about being the character that Chuck Norris plays partner in his movies. Chuck Norris plays a martial arts actor in this movie. So like... He, but so like he's in like a like he's Rambo in this. He's in all these like action movies, and this kid like dreams that he's his partner. And then there's a karate tournament at the end. Chuck Norris comes out, kicks the shit out of the bad guy's teacher and stuff. It's corny and shitty, but I loved it. It's called Sidekicks. Highly recommend looking it up. I actually got one more for us. Okay, Princess Bride. I've never actually seen it. What? What? Yeah. Come on, dude. So That's her line. Oh, Princess Bride is so it's so bad that it's so good, right? Like the freaking <sighs> First off, Andre the Giants in it. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, I don't know. There's it, a million it, and one, one those, quotes from that movie. And it's one of those random, like obscure <laughs> missing Marriage. pieces what? of like Wait, movie what? history that I haven't seen. <laughs> I am Antigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare, Prepare to, die. to die. Preposterous. That's the best part. Like, the absolute best part is the 
I guess you'd call him the good guy in the movie. Like sits down, like he sits down with the bad guy, and they go through this whole logic puzzle of, okay, one of these drinks is poisoned, one of them is not. You pick the one to drink, and the one of us who lives wins. And he goes through this whole like, well, I figure you like, haha, I know it's this one. You know how I figured it out because I figured that you would put the poisoned one in front of you, thinking that I th- would think you wouldn't poison yourself, but I. W- thought that through and you then then but, but I know that you thought it through so you put it in front of me but then this and like so it's, it's therefore it has to be this one and he drinks it and he dies and like he goes actually I've just built up an immunity both both glasses were poisoned <laughs> like so it's, it's it's like this 10 minute scene of how I figured out which one wasn't poisoned and he was like actually they're both poisoned I'm just immune <laughs> like it was fucking hilarious it's such a good movie. And the whole premise is basically like this little kid is sick and his grandpa is coming over to read him a story. So like the whole like actual Princess Bride story is technically like part of the storybook that his grandpa is reading to him. So there are times that it cuts back to the grandpa reading to the kid and the kid's like, Grandpa, you're not doing this right. Or like, didn't this happen? And he like tries to correct him. And yeah. <laughs> grandpa gets like salty back. He's, yeah. It's kind of like Grandpa Joe. From Willy Wonka reads a bedtime story, <laughs> and who the kid is? Um, is it Fred Savage? Uh, it sounds right. I don't know. I'm terrible at that game. You know that? It's um, I think it's the brother of one of the guys in Boy Meets World. Sure. Yeah. So, because I'm pretty sure it's Ben Savage is in Boy Meets World. Yeah, I think yeah. it's. I think it's Fred. Fred, Fred makes sense. Sure. So yeah, any other uh, kids movies for the like favorite childhood flicks for the good of the order? No, no, no. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. You uh, know the deal for Podducers, and check out our sponsor, Buffalo Freddy, www.buffalofreddy.com, or seven one six four Freddy for all your party rental needs: tents, chairs, tables, inflatables, and they do barbecue catering as well. Uh, Check them out on social media too. Give them a like. Whole nine yards, and also check out our partners over at Imagine. Ooh, excuse me. Imagine Pack. That was gross. You are gross. I try. Uh, Imagine Pack, www.imaginepack.com. They also have a sub business called Stag Pack where you can get all of your cool, fancy stuff made for your stag to be auctioned off so you don't have to do it yourself. And I guess with that, this episode of Producers is done. So uh, that's a wrap. The Producers is part of the BICBP Radio Network. Check us out online at BICBP-radio.com or find us on social media by typing in The Producers to Facebook. Like, follow, share, subscribe, and tell your friends about us today. The weather is changing and the sun is shining, which means summer party season is here, and Buffalo Freddy Party Rental has everything you need to get your party started. From tents, tables, and chairs to inflatable bounce houses, water slides, and obstacle courses, Buffalo Freddy has everything you need to take your summer shindig to the next level. Not sure what to serve at your event? Buffalo Freddy does barbecue catering as well. For more details or to make reservations, head over to buffalofreddy.com or give them a call at 716-437-3339. That's 716-4-FREDDY. Buffalo Freddy is a proud sponsor of this podcast.